What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Loop It In, the Door Loop Podcast, where we pick the brains of experts in property management, real estate, and investing. Tech, we cover it. Marketing, that too. So whether you want actionable tips or the insider scoop from top performers in their industries, this is one show you won't want to miss. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss out on any future episode. Welcome back, everyone, to the Loop It In podcast. My name is Mohamed Obagosh. I'll be your host today, and I'm today joined with Arturo Che. Welcome, Arturo. Thank you. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Awesome. So Arturo is going to tell us today about how you can make money and how you can save money with DoorLoop. So Arturo is an expert in this exact subject. He's an account executive. He's a salesperson with years of experience, and I can't think of anyone better who could tell us about today's topic. So Arturo, why don't you start by introducing yourself to the audience? Sure. Well, my name is Arturo again. Like Mohammed said before, I am actually an account executive here at DoorLoop, and my job is basically to help people understand and educate them how software can make your life easier and also earn that extra cost. Awesome. That sounds great. So, yeah, uh, what do you do exactly at DoorLoop? What does what a day for you look like? Yeah, well, my day is full of meetings, okay? And this meetings, basically, I'm talking to property managers, sometimes landlords that they want to manage their own properties. And basically what I do is just educate them what the software does and how can it help them pretty much manage the business more efficiently, take less time on those tedious activities, and basically just make more money. All right. And how did you get into this field in the first place? Well, my first experience in sales was doing door-to-door. It was a great experience. Oh. Yeah, I had to. I was working for AT&T, right? And I was pretty much helping people get better internet, get better uh, TV services and stuff like that. Um, mm. It was my first time uh, in the sales industry. I learned a lot in that. Um, yeah. Sounds brutal, right? A lot of rejection. You're just knocking on doors. Oh, yeah. It was. It People was, don't want to hear from you sometimes. Great experience. I mean, at the end of the day, it was very tough, right? But that's what actually taught me how to handle rejection. I love that you actually mentioned that. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things in sales, one of the basic things. So, yeah, you got you to gotta learn how to... I don't maintain your focus after you've been rejected a couple of times. And it taught me all the basics. And if I had to start all over again from the beginning, I would do it again. Very interesting. Yeah, I've heard of a lot of successful salespeople that started out uh, in that exact way, right? Going from door to door. So that's really interesting. Um, yeah, I think now we can get into today's topic. So how exactly can property managers make money with DoorLoop? Well, it comes down to a couple of things, right? The first thing is actually by allocating your time on activities that actually make you money mm-hmm. and trying to automate those that doesn't, okay? Right. So that's mainly uh, what the software does, but then there are also ways of actually generating actual revenue, okay, from having a software. Okay, so one way is to save money, the other way is to actually, it can help you make more money. Correct. Right? All right, and I think before we were talking about something called money-making activities, can you give a few examples of what that is exactly? Money-making activities is basically finding new business, like finding new people for your property management business who wants to give you their properties for you to manage. That is a money-making activity. Another money-making activity, in my opinion, is you know start getting applicants and filling up those vacancies. That's another thing that you should focus time on. Those are literally things that are making revenue. Right. And a lot of people are focusing on other types of activities that are 
just repetitive like exactly exactly like they're focusing on the admin side which is pretty much doing a lot of paperwork checking out who's paying mm. rent and, and and those typical things that take a lot of the property manager's time and in reality it's not very productive right and you're saying you can automate that but can you can you trust that to to be automated a hundred percent yeah it's a hundred percent accurate um it saves you a ton of time and it's 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 like a computer you know it's basic math awesome okay all right and uh let's see my, my next question is how do property managers operate their businesses if they don't have a property management software to help them automate well i have come across with a lot of people like this right that they're managing their properties basically with a huge file cabinet with a bunch of folders. I'm sure you've got some great stories there. I have plenty <laughs> of great stories. Um, people are going and knocking doors to get a check for rent. Um, it's 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 just, you know, people are afraid of change. It's normal, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's basically the nature of being a human. Like sometimes you have a way of doing things. It's been working. Right. It might not be the best way of doing it, but that's the way I'm doing it. I'm not, I'm not going to change it because it's working. Right. Because right. you trust yourself to do it right. Right. And trying another method seems risky at first. Seems risky. Yeah. At the end of the day, they have some money on the line. So I understand the concern. Yeah. However, putting yourself outside your comfort zone, it might take you to bigger things. Right. Well, I'd love to hear one of those crazy stories that you mentioned of people that are just kind of doing it on their own. Sure, sure, sure. I, I have one. Uh, I had a, a client from Arkansas, right? And he would have an apartment complex that he was managing. It was about 50 units, if my memory is right. Um, yeah, it, it was actually a pretty decent-sized property management business. And he would have to go and drive to the property, which was about 45 to 55 minutes driving just to collect the checks from each one of the 55 units. So imagine the having a building and having to go from top to bottom, collecting rent. Maybe someone was not there. Maybe someone was working. He told me it was a complete mess, but he was just very, very afraid of changing his method because he's been in that business for, let's say, five to 10 years. I think that's what he told me back in the day. So it was, it was, a, it was a great way of helping him. And once we did it, and once we actually set him up with the software, he still thanks me to this day. He still, you know, sends me emails. Hey, Arturo, this is working amazing. Thank you so much. I can't believe how much time I'm saving. And, you know, that's just a great example. Oh, yeah. So that's crazy. Like, uh, he has all this free time back now, which before he would go door to door. And if someone wasn't home, like, what, what would happen? Would he have to wait around? Would he come back another day? He would have to come back another day and, uh. and knock on those doors that did not answer. So just imagine that business method that he's using right now and the the funny part about this whole story is how how like he really believed that he was doing the, like he was running the business the most efficient way like really? he was not the type of customer that you just show him the software he was convinced from the moment you showed it it took a long time for him to realize what technology can do for him. how does he collect rent now oh right now he's collecting rent because they're all the all his tenants are uh, able to log in with their user and password into a mobile app in their phone, and they're able to make payments through there. And he just very calmly checks his statements on the software to see who paid, who did not pay. No more driving fifty no, miles. No more driving. No more door <laughs> knocking. 
it's 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 a whole different game. It's amazing. Wow. So, um, what other benefits did you know this person, for example, find with using a property management software? Well, one of the things that I, I recently got on a call with him, he wanted me to go over uh, a feature that he was not able to figure out yet, mm -hmm. which is fine. I mean, there's always a learning curve once you get a, a software. Oh yeah. And then after a couple of weeks, I would say you you can you can become an expert and know you know from A to Z how to use it, right? So we were on the phone the other day, and he told me one of the things that he appreciates the most is the ability of actually generating more income. Okay. He's comparing his books from back in the day when he didn't have a software to write now, and the automatic late fees, the rent reminders, is just keeping everybody accountable, paying rent on time. So he really is making more money now that he's using the software. That's amazing. Okay, so he's getting paid on time. Those who aren't paying on time, they have to pay the late fee. Are there any other ways of, of generating uh, extra revenue? Yes. Besides there the rent itself. There is another way of generating actual revenue that is actually setting up application fees. Okay. Okay. Once you have vacancies and you find the perfect prospect, or you're in the in the process of finding that perfect prospect to to fill your vacancies. Right. Um. You want to make sure we screen those people. Right. Right. It's at the end of the day that's your property. You want to make sure you put somebody in that property. You don't want to get a bad tenant. Yeah, like somebody yeah. who can take care of your things. Right. So, basically the software allows him to go ahead and run a very complete report on the past uh, rent history that that specific prospect has. And not only that, but it also helps him see if that person maybe has some criminal history or maybe mm. that specific tenant, maybe he's got a bad credit, right? Right. And that has a cost. Of course, that report, somebody needs to pay for that. So the software that he has right now, which is Dordu, it allows him to actually go ahead and charge more than what that specific report costs. And the the gap, or let's say the extra money that he charges, takes yeah. it as profit. Okay, so stop charging on it. Exactly. So, for example, let's just pretend the report costs $40. Okay. He would charge $75, and the rest would be just for him. Right, because there is some work that he has to do. It's not just paying for the, the background check itself. He's putting time, he's putting effort into it. So there's a cost to that as well. That's where the upcharge comes from, right? Exactly. But then this is something that he was not doing before. Really? Exactly. Okay. Interesting. Right. So this is all done through the software itself? It's all done through the same platform. Awesome. Okay. So now I'm starting to get the picture of what you're saying, that everything can be done from one place. It's a lot more efficient. Exactly. You're not using multiple softwares and, and trying to like put everything together. Correct. All right. So is that something that's common as well for someone gets a property management software that they're dealing with multiple different uh, programs and where well, yeah that's that's the all other over the place yeah there that's the other type of of customer right there there's two people there's one that right. is not technology friendly and then there's the other type that are very very tech savvy and they know how to handle software computers the, yeah. the business itself has a lot of technology involved. But it's all over the place. And what I mean by that is that, oh, I have a software for e-signature. Then I have another software with another subscription for accounting. And then I have another one uh, maybe to take care of all my files, right? So then... And these are all paid. These are all paid softwares. Of course, they're they're all paid. And, and, and they're, the thing with that is that they don't communicate to each other. So there is no sync between all of those softwares. And there's a lot of manual entry as well. You get something from one software, you have to download it, upload it to the next one. Lot of lots and lots of manual entry. 
And again, we go back to what we touched at the beginning, which was non-money-making activity, which right. is that manual entry. Downloading files and uploading them exactly. and updating things. It's not going to make you any money. It is. It, I mean, the, the business might be making you money, but it could make you more if you stop allocating your time on those administrative things that you could basically add up. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. All right, so if there are all these benefits, right, you can save time, you can save money with property management software. Why are people avoiding, right? There's, there's so many people that are using them, but there's a lot that are still doing it the old-fashioned way, right? So what's stopping? Again, it could be a couple of things. Right, maybe they're afraid of investing in their business. Some people are just very price conscious, okay. and a property management software is a business expense at the end of the day. Okay, you have to yeah. you have to spend money to get this advantage, which is actually going to help you make more money. Right? right, that's one thing. Another thing might be that they're not very tech savvy, so they feel like software is overwhelming, and they're just gonna not be successful using it. Right. Um, so that's just another thing that I could think of, right? There's plenty of reasons why you wouldn't use the software. Those are the two main things. Right. But I, I think the way that I see it is that if you if it's a business expense, you have to pay for it and you decide not to pay for it because you want to save that money, it's going to cost you in other areas, right? Exactly. That Exactly. And, and that's a good way to, of, of putting that. Mo, it seems like you're very tech savvy, so you can mm -hmm. see how a software could benefit you. Not everybody's like you. And I can tell you that from experience where I speak to eight to 10 property managers or landlords every single day. Right. And I would say like uh, 35 to 45% of people are just afraid of technology. They just don't trust it because they have never used it before for their business. Right. So yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Not everyone is tech savvy or has experience using software that might be a little more advanced. So can anyone learn it is? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. That's a great point right there. Um, there are plenty of softwares in the market. Some of them are very overwhelming and very hard to use, even for somebody who is tech savvy, uh -huh. right? However, there are some very user-friendly technology systems. Like for example, Doorloop, it's very, very easy to use. Like the whole platform was built basically for people who are not very tech savvy, right? And even for those who are tech savvy, they will actually enjoy the fact that things that you do on four to five steps on another software in Dorm, you can do them in one or two steps. Amazing. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's a common trend in, in many softwares, right? Like I was looking for a podcast software for, you know, for this very podcast as well. And I found a few different options. There was one that was very customizable. It looked amazing, but it was so complicated. I just don't have the time to learn it. And then I ended up going with one that was you know, much easier to use. You just drag and drop, you, you click, you say what you want to do, and it's done. Exactly. So yeah, the you know, this age is turning into very user-devoted type of softwares. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're seeing here. Uh, you know, there's plenty of softwares in the market. Again, ease of use is one of the first things that you want to listen to or take a look at in, when you're doing research and figuring out what you're going to use. Right, that makes sense. I mean, we only have so much time in the day and the more you can save, the better. No, and at the end of the day, the software is supposed to take a headache off your plate, not being another headache. Wow, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Okay, so we talked a lot about uh, the tenant side of things, but what about the owner side of things? Does, is there any benefits there for a property management software that can help you make money? 
Of course. Well, property management businesses, the ones that are very successful yeah. and the ones that attract a lot of landlords is because they are very transparent. Okay. Yeah. If I buy a property and I invest an important quantity of money in that yeah. property, I want to make sure that the person who's managing that is somebody who is very transparent with me on how much money that property is making, how much money you're expensing. Exactly. So, yeah. so at the end of the day, those property management business that actually are successful are the ones that are very transparent. So the software allows you to give your owners a user and password yeah. and they can at any time on their phones, on their iPads, any device, as long as they have internet, they can go ahead and see how the property is doing, how much money they have been spending on maintenance and wow. many, many more things. So it does, it does bring a lot of benefits for the owner as well. Right. That's a lot of peace of mind as an owner, as someone who's invested. Right? Correct. You don't have to sit around and wonder how things are doing. You can actually see it for yourself. Exactly. Most property managers, what they do is they have like a monthly newsletter that they send to the actual owner. Right. That's all they get. Why? Wow. Right? So, you know, real time, no real time updates, no real time wow. approvals for maintenance of objects and things like that. So, again, technology is a big friend for, for property managers and owners as well. 100%. It sounds like it solves a lot of problems. Um, so also for the owners, they have uh, the uh, the management fees as well, right? Exactly. That are getting paid to the property uh, property manager. Mm -hmm. So how does that work with property management software? Basically, the software gives you a lot of peace of mind in that specific sense because the software calculates exactly what percentage are you taking mm. from the rent collection. Maybe if you have it, it really depends on the deal that the property manager negotiates with the landlord. But usually what I have seen is that it's between 8 to 12% of the okay. rent income. Okay? That's what property managers make. Now, there are some other things. For example, I've seen also people, property managers take 50% of the late fees. Really? Things like that. And it really, the, all of the deals vary a lot. Like, they're not all the same. So it really depends on their negotiation skills. Mm -hmm. um, it depends on the landlords and yep. Okay. So if they negotiate well enough, they could end up getting 50% of the late fees, right? Well, that's one thing, right? That's just an example. It could be something else. Okay. Uh, some of the property managers actually pay part of the maintenance as well. Really? So it, it really depends on the deal that you have with the landlord. Though That's a very specific case. And I don't <laughs> see that a lot of times, but just to give you an example, how broad the negotiation is. Right. Okay. And. Does the owner see all of this? All the information you can share with them through the owner portal? Well, that's that's actually a tricky part, and I don't want any of the landlords here in this podcast <laughs> to, <laughs> to get mad at me. All right, now it's getting but, interesting. Yeah, it's getting it's getting kind of interesting here. So property managers can actually hide stuff from the owner with the software, okay? okay. And I'm not talking about illegal activities or just trying to steal money from the landlord. That's not exactly what I'm talking about. Right. But as a property manager, once you sign a contract, the contract is what it is, right? So as a property manager, I don't have to show you anything else that is not on the contract. So if I can hide it for a, for, for me to avoid questions about those, I'm going to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, like with the late fees? For example, let's just pretend that you are a landlord. I am your property manager. And we discussed that the 50% of the late fees are going to be part of my cut. In the as a property manager, it's in the contract. Right. Maybe I don't want to show you how much money we're generating in late fees. 
maybe I just want to show you how much income you're generating yourself, deducting my management fees from that. Right. Okay. So the property owner is still getting the 50% of late fees. He's getting his card. He's getting his income statement. They're seeing all the information that they, they need to see. Correct. Okay. I, I think that could be a benefit as well, like you said. All right. So it seems like there are so many benefits, right? So many ways to make money. Um, but there must be some downsides, right? Nothing is perfect. Exactly. So yeah, the, with a property management software, what are, what are the downsides? Well, the downsides is that you have to spend money on the software. Okay. The yeah. software has some onboarding cost. Usually most of the softwares, they actually charge you for the onboarding process, which could be a little tedious. Um, and there's a lot of, that's like a, there's a lot of training? time. Yeah. Training, um, basically migrating data from other softwares and things like that. It just takes time. Right. Right. Another thing is learning how to use the software. Nobody's born knowing how to use specific software. You have to take some time and play around with it. You have to risk. trial and error to, to get to understand and be an expert into the software. Yeah. That's why very, very important that you find a very user-friendly software so you can easily navigate through it. Right. So I guess that makes sense, right? One of the biggest downsides would be just sort of the starting off costs, right? The, the time, you're going to spend a little bit of time learning the software, trial and error, but if onboarding costs, the subscription costs, cost. which usually most of the, of the softwares out there are not desktop anymore. Back in the day, you could just buy the software and have it in your computer and that's it. Nowadays, most of the softwares out there are on a subscription-based business model. So you have to incur that payment every month or once a year or however you have to set up with your software. Right. Okay. Oh, so in the past, you used to just pay for it once. Exactly. Just like you would pay, for example, Microsoft Office. So you can have Word, Excel, PowerPoint on your computer. Uh, back in the day, you would just pay for the license and it's a one-time payment and then you have it forever. Right. Now, things are changing. Uh, mm. The software companies are evolving, so they understand that they want to keep like a recurring charge to this type of use. Well, I guess it makes sense because um, if you're paying every month, the benefit that you're getting is that it's always updating. You're getting new features, right? Like, correct. Things are getting better. Of course. Well, no, that that that's a great point that you touched there. Um, the fact that now is not just pay and that's it. Mm. Um, it brings a lot of updates. It brings a, a necessity for the software company to keep these current uh, yeah. users, right? So that's why they keep rolling out updates and making the software great for the And like the customers are suggesting new updates and if it's a good idea, they might roll that out in the next one. So Exactly. Like it, it, it really depends whether the software company actually listens to what the users are saying. And if they do, they're doing business right. They should be releasing new updates to help those users run the business more effectively. That's awesome. All right, so... Uh, what should the property managers that are making all this money, what should they spend it on? How should they celebrate? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's your question. <laughs> we'll, we'll let them decide. Um, but yeah, I think we're pretty much wrapped up. Uh, I just asked you if you had any final thoughts or any advice before we close up here. Any advice? Okay, I do have some advice for people. And this is coming from my experience. Again, I talk to property managers that are on the fence between going for a software or just keep doing things to yeah. go away, right? So my advice is do a lot of research, mm. okay? Don't just settle with what's online. Go ahead and, and find people who are actually using software. Ask them how the experience has been. 
check reviews from independent websites. Don't just settle for what the actual company's website sells. Like, mm. go ahead and go beyond that. Okay? And and then, again, this is not only on property management. This is a life advice. Take a look at people who is doing better than you. What are they doing that it makes them, you know, more successful? And that's just a piece of advice right there. Amazing. I love that. That you, You're right. You can apply it to anywhere. You can apply that to anywhere. Awesome. Um, all right. Last question. What are the top things that someone should look for in a property management software when they're when they're doing this research? Very easy. It's mm. going to come down to three or four things. The first thing that we're going to look at is how robust the system is. Okay. Is this going to do what I need it to do? Okay. okay. The second thing is how cost effective this is, right? Is it cheap? Is it expensive? I just have to make sure this is feasible for my business. Okay. And the third thing, well, it's actually going to come down to four things. The third okay. thing is how easy it is to use. Okay. Again, we talked about that. It needs to be a user-friendly software that you're not going to spend years figuring out how it works. And then the fourth thing, which in my opinion could be the most important one. Okay. What type of support that this company brings? Right. At the end of the day, the learning curve is always going to be there. It comes down to how these people are going to help you learn. Like when you have a problem in the software, can you reach out to them? Can you call them? Can you set up a same day Zoom call? Those are the, the things that I would say. Those four things I think is the four main points that I want to buy some, someone who's actually researching getting a property management software. Well, I, I love those last two tips, you know, because if the software, like the tip number three, if the software's hard to use, you know, first of all, you're going to spend a lot of time on it. And, you know, I've been there before where I tried to learn a new software and I would just get frustrated and just not want to use it. Exactly. I'll just <laughs> say, you know what? This is not for me. Hey, we, we have all of it. I out. am not saying I'm the most tech savvy <laughs> person in the world. I'm just saying right. you need to have somebody who holds you by the hand, at least in the beginning stage. Right. Yeah. And then the, the last tip, like you said, um, make sure that you can reach out to them if you do run into it. Exactly. It's guaranteed to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Awesome. All right. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I learned a lot. I'm sure everyone else did as well. Guys, thank you so much for watching. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And make sure to stay tuned because we're going to have a lot more coming very soon. Arturo, thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. Don't forget to give us a good rating on whatever platform you're tuning in from. And we'll be back soon with another new episode. We hope to see you there, and until next time, this has been Loop It In.